When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Football Fanatics UK podcast with your hosts, Ari Marquides and Tom Crawford, bringing you the English coverage of American football. Massive welcome to everyone listening to the podcast this week. Uh, we've done a few now. It has been quite enjoyable for us, but we're getting on. Um, it is countdown to draft week, so we are enjoying it. Plenty of content to get through. Um, hoping everybody is well, staying safe at home where you can do. Um, today we're going to go through the AFC, basically give our opinions on what each team needs, whether they have any specific needs in each position for the upcoming draft. Um, bit of a dry spell for the actual news in the NFL. Usually I'd expect to see a bit more a bit more of the rumours flying around, of teams trading picks. Uh, I haven't really seen much of that um, going on. But there is, there is a bit of news going on, isn't there, Tom? We've got obviously got the... Uh, virtual OTAs coming up, um, and obviously the Christian McCaffrey um, and the contract, Browns uniforms, so, and the Browns uniforms. Yeah, you love the uniforms. Uniforms, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what do you think about the OTAs anyway? Yeah, I mean, I think this isn't a surprise at all with the way the world is at the moment. We'll see, even kind of looking further things. Um, outside the NFL, like the Parliament in the UK, for the first time, has decided that it will it will go virtual and the MPs don't have to turn up. So, you know, if yeah. things like Parliaments are doing that, then it makes all the sense for the for the um, teams in the, in the NFL to be doing this um, alongside them as well. Um, I think I can see this being used by the players and the NFLPA as well in future seasons to try and push for team for players not necessarily having to go to the team facilities for every single OTA, like if they can yeah. do some of the classroom stuff um, virtually, whether it's in one big Zoom type where you've got all the players on the roster, but then you can also do smaller ones with each position groups and all that sort of thing. So yeah, um, makes sense. And I can see them trying to do it more in the future. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it is all classroom work, which is great. So it can all be done via a virtual conference meeting. It doesn't really need anybody in person. I mean, you can't beat running a play on a field. So you can't beat someone yeah. talking you through a play whilst everyone's in positions on a field, which hopefully they get they get to do that during the off season if we if we are able to get to that stage. Um, but the OTA is part of it, the classroom work, talking people through where the team is at, where the players are at. It can all be done virtually, so there's no reason yeah. to delay that that stage of the uh, season. No, exactly. And I think you, I think where you're going to see this hurt is where quarterbacks have gone to new teams. Um, so yeah. I think this could be a bit difficult for Brady, obviously coming down to Tampa. Um, obviously, he won't really have the time to practice um, with his wide receivers and tight ends like you would, um, like you would have um, liked to. Um, Rivers could have the same problem as well, although he already knows Frank Wright's system a little bit from their time and um, together with the Chargers. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think new players, um, especially quarterbacks, it could impact them. But I think in terms of kind of, I mean, I've seen the some old school coaches seem to worry that players won't be keeping themselves in shape, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Or you see, um, like on Instagram and Twitter nowadays, is players posting their workouts. You see them, they all keep themselves in whatever shape they have to be because their body is how they make money. So they're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna waste it and waste away um, the quarantine like some people are. Um, That's right. He's probably <laughs> eating everything he possibly can. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all going to come back in shape once they finally go, when they finally can go and practice out there. So that's not a worry. Um, it seems like a strange concern for me. Yeah, I mean, the idea of them slacking and then taking a gamble up when they come back, they'll be completely out of form. There's, there'll be players that are in contract years, there'll be players that are playing exactly. on franchise tags, hoping to get big contracts, the players that are, you know, look, looking to impress to try and get from practice squad to main team. Everyone's trying to prove something during the season. There's obviously the few players that have got the big contracts that may not be as focused on performance straight away. But at the end of the day, everyone wants to win. So if they do yeah. decide they want to compromise their body during these couple of months that we're out of out of action, it doesn't doesn't it seem like it makes sense, does it? No, not at all. So I've heard about Dak Prescott in the last few weeks saying that he might not play this year, he doesn't get his big contract. But um, it sounds like somebody's given him a laptop to take part in, obviously, these OTAs. And he said that, I'm not using it. Like, toys at the pram situation. Really? Uh, yeah. So, we'll see how that plays out, especially uh, in fantasy terms. People are relying heavily on, and I'd say, Amari Cooper and Zeke. If uh, yeah. the quarterback isn't playing ball, doesn't really bode well, does it? No, I thought that would be quite interesting if he actually did that. I can't see it happening. No, I can't. But I think it would be very interesting if it did. Yeah. Uh, so the next bit of news is obviously another, which I thought these were, I thought these were done with these ones, but uh, another big running back contract for uh, McCaffrey, sixty-four million dollars yeah. over four years, making the highest paid running back in the league. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what do you think about that? Um, I think he's worth the money because he is an, an exceptional player. Probably that he is one of the best running backs in the league. Um, he's um, one of the better ones in the league. Um, especially when he comes to catching the ball, he's basically a slot receiver that can also yeah. play running back at an extremely high level. Um, but I think to me, the running back position should be um, the last one that you fill on, on the team. Like in my mind, 
Um, you should have your, your team around you ready, like your quarterback in place, your D-line, your O-line, the wide receivers that you want, the, the good secondary. And then as a team that wants to challenge for the Super Bowl, that's when you kind of draft a running back or pay bigger money for a running back. But the, the Panthers are just on complete rebuild, pretty much. They've got rid of Cam, Luke Keighley's retired. Yeah. Um, who I've left, um, Greg Olson left in E. So they've basically got no one apart from Christian McCaffrey, who will undoubtedly now be the face of the franchise. Yeah. Um, but to me, his best years are going to be wasted on a team that's not going to be able to get to the playoffs. Um, yes, he's getting paid loads of money. That's fantastic. But to me, he's never going to, now he's not going to really win anything unless they have a fantastic turnaround, which I can't see happening with Teddy um, this year. Um, to me, he's just going to be ultimately a little bit wasted, which is quite sad to see. I mean, I, I see it from the other side. I see it, like, they paid their quarterback, their starting quarterback, £20 million a year, or million, dollars, sorry, which means they can afford that that extra what you would pay an elite quarterback. They can afford to pay that extra bit of money to the running back. And he is he is probably, well, arguably one of the top three running backs in the league. Uh, so, you know, he is, he is definitely worth the money. I mean, he carried that team for a lot last year. Especially when Cam was yeah. out, he, he stepped in and he, and he was quite happy, ha, uh, quite happy to go north of like unbelievable carries per game, like setting yeah. setting records every time he did it as well. Yeah. It was it was impressive to see as well without without any considerable injuries. Uh, I think he definitely earned his money, and the offense isn't terrible either. They have got quite a few good players in that offense, um, especially they've the, just the got a quarterback who doesn't throw the ball deep. I mean, yeah, that's the issue. But I suppose that works in his <laughs> favor. <laughs> I suppose that works in his favor because he is the perfect yeah. uh, sure play. So you know, yeah, if, if Teddy is struggling in fa- in fantasy, if you have a PPR league, Teddy Bridge and um, Christian McCaffrey is going to be the perfect running back oh, because he's yeah. going to get the back. He's going to get the ball out of the backfield probably about eight, nine, ten times a game. Yeah. And he's still going to be running ball. He's going to be an absolute machine. Like he he won my fantasy for me last year practically on his own. Yeah, um, I had last year. So I, I absolutely smashed my league. Similar sort of thing again. I smashed my league and got to the playoffs and got absolutely stuffed because all the players just stopped playing. <laughs> Devastated. <laughs> um, That's not good. Yeah, I mean, I, I do see your point where you come from with that, that the running back should be the last position to fill. I mean, the 49ers proved it this year where they had every, every other position on the field filled and they had mm-hmm. uh, a mixture of three running backs that hadn't really done much for other teams, yeah. you know, play, playing their part in that in that um, that scheme. They had a quarterback that wasn't really proving himself and didn't really have to do much in the end of it all. And they just ran the ball yeah. down everyone's throats, and, and it was successful because it was all part of the scheme. And it didn't really matter that they had, you know, a star run back or not. They had just had yeah. players that fit into the scheme. And I suppose that does make your point, you know, make makes your point for you, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's even like when you go back when the Patriots last won it with Sony Michelle. When they dropped, yeah. they, they had a, a great team. They dropped Michelle in, who was a next level back, yeah. um, and that completely he he carried the offense towards the end of the season. He was great for them in the playoffs um, to um, to get them that Super Bowl. So, I mean, obviously, you see everyone saying that you should make the most of your quarterback being on the rookie deal and not pay them a lot, um, and so where they're not getting paid that much. I and mean, you kind of saw that with Mahomes this year, and then obviously Lamar had a great season. He was still on his rookie deal, yeah. but ultimately, not many of the quarterbacks that gets the Super Bowl or on their rookie deal still. It normally yeah, right. is kind of the levels after that. Um, yeah. So it's, whilst it would be in a perfect world, the better way to do it normally, the QBs aren't typically quite good enough yet 
to do it. Yeah, you need to be better in the, in the league. Um, yeah. Okay, so last bit of news. Obviously, you love a uniform, uh, so we'll cover the Browns uniforms. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep it short. It's not too much to say on it, um, but I think they've gone back to what they used to have um, in the in the 90s. Um, the only thing I'd have liked to see would have been orange pants. Orange pants to me would have been looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, whether it was the white um, the white top or the brown top and the orange pants, it would have looked perfect either way. Um, but no, I still think it's much better and yeah, um, so. much better than the Falcons. Let's keep on trashing those Falcons uniforms from last week. It, it does look like these these teams are going back to simplistic uniforms, which I'm yeah. a big fan of. Um, which is what the Falcons uh, should have <laughs> ignored. Okay, so we'll go on to what we were covering this week, as it is quite a lot to cover. Uh, so it is the AFC um, needs for each team in the coming draft. So we both took um, two uh, divisions each within these conferences. Um, uh, I got the AFC North and AFC South, and you got the East and West. So we'll go round from North and then go round, round for it. So AFC North, I'll start with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I'm going to say a lot of wide receiver here because I do think that, you know, <laughs> it is a stacked receiver draft, and I do think a lot of teams yeah. are in need of a receiver. Uh, so, yeah. and not the Baltimore Ravens have got pretty much you cut you're not perfect, but they've got a stacked side on both sides of the ball. You you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't find anybody sitting there saying, "Oh, they definitely need one of these players." But I would say probably the receiver was their weakest place. They've got they've got Marquise Brown there, who was like the first his first year last year, and he was he was very good. But apart from that, they've got Miles Boykin, who, who wasn't really fantastic last year. Uh, and then they've got, um, who is the other one? I've forgotten his name. Ah, I've forgotten his name. They've, yeah, I mean, you are right. Though. The fact that we can't remember the names means that there's no one notable there. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it's um, a position yeah. they've needed for a while. Yeah, vet, veteran veteran um, wide receiver. And it wasn't fantastic. So it, it is just all on Marquise Brown and Lamar Jackson isn't the best thrower of the ball. Now, he did improve last year, giving him that. Right? And yeah. A lot of his game was on the floor. And as he gets, as he prolongs his career, that's going to have to reduce. Otherwise, he will not sustain that level of running. No. There's, there's, there's no. no way. Yeah, I mean, you've seen with Cam Newton, who's a running quarterback, you know, he's got, he picks up injuries. And that is bound to happen with a player who puts his body on the line on 70% of plays where he's running the ball. So, they're going to have to try and give him another receiver, I think, on that on that team. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I see it either being receiver for them or um, a linebacker. They've lost the linebackers in the last couple of years in free agency and then potentially yeah. a pass rusher for them as well. Um, even bringing in Clayus Campbell, they could do with someone on the edge as opposed to the middle um, to give yeah. them some help there. But no, I think, that, like you said, most teams do need a receiver this year. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've gone to right. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, now, the Steelers, in my eyes, are like they're just a team you love to watch, but don't always fulfil that that success. Like the defense is incredible. The potential, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. defense is incredible. Uh, I mean, all they're all pretty much first round picks. The offense has got the potential to be there. The, the line's great. They're, they've got, got a few good receivers, and the running back well has the potential to be there, barring any injuries. You know. Big Ben, I'm not a big fan of Big Ben anymore. I mean, you can't argue what he's done in his career, but no. I'm just not a huge fan of the mobile quarterbacks anymore. You know, now you've yeah, seen have you seen that as well? Have you seen that yeah, beard? Yeah, it's a disgrace, you know. 
Like it is terrible. It, it, it looks like he's homeless. So he does. He does. Um, I, I don't know how many more how many more seasons he's got left. Maybe this is his last season. If I'm honest, injuries have caught up with him. He's getting slower and slower. And if I'm honest, the, the, the game's evolving past him. Now you've got play. You got other quarterbacks like Phil Rivers who sits in the pocket a lot. Now these quarterbacks are being slowly moved out of the game as these younger, faster guys are, you know, playing more. As you said the other, day, the other week, more college football where they're expanding plays, getting out the pocket. So I do think they're going to have to bring in another quarterback. That's why I think they're going to have to, because we saw last year that uh, Mason Rudolph and De- uh, Devon Hodges were absolutely useless when they were brought in. I mean, if yeah. it wasn't for their defense, they would have been absolutely nowhere. So it's credit to the defense where they got to in the end of the year. But um, I do think bringing a new quarterback, try and get him behind. If if, if Rosselberger isn't going to be that great going on the field, he, he, he's, his knowledge off, off the field is uh, you know it's invaluable. So get him behind him, yeah. get the knowledge in there. No, definitely. I think last season showed us that they can't have Mason Rudolph as the backup, and yeah. Hodges is probably a third string. Um, yeah. The fact that they've not taken um, kind of they, they've they've not given kind of James a chance, um, or really looked at him, to me suggests that obviously they haven't got a first round pick. But to me, I reckon in the second or third round they must be targeting someone um, yeah. to be a potential replacement. Um, I don't know whether they'd maybe go after Jacob Eason. I think he's someone that in the third round he might still be available. Maybe. I can see either either the Steelers or Tampa going for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a position they need to fill. Um. Okay, so moving on to the Cleveland Browns. Um, so it's obvious in my eyes. Fix that O line. So they they brought in yeah. Jack Jack Conklin, which is fantastic at right tackle. Uh, so anything else apart from right tackle, fix it because B- Baker Mayfield needs as much time as he can get on that ball to find that find those receivers. He showed last year that you know you know sitting in that pocket wasn't great for him because he was get out again and get smashed or. He was trying to throw the ball quicker to his receivers and ended up missing the target or, you know, interceptions. So it builds that O line, give him some more support. And I think the rest of their offense is set to win, isn't it? So, yeah, so I mean, we mentioned it last week where we think, I think to me, the reason why Baker struggled last week and um, last week, last year, a lot of it did go down to the O line. Yeah. Um, he never had time to steady himself and throw the ball. He was always looking to, um, get rid of the ball um, yeah. quicker than he had to um, or just had people on, on him far too quick. So, no, I think they do need to definitely upgrade that tackle spot. Um, to me, they should have addressed it last year in the draft as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, I think they have to go there in the first round. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, okay, and the last team in that division, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, now, this is, a bit, this is a bit obvious, isn't it? Uh, I mean... Quarterback, just a little bit. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Um, I mean, there's obviously the, the the fun and games that Miami is saying they're going to trade up and try and get uh, Joe Burrow, but I think I think he's set to go to um, Bengals. They've had the king yeah. of uh, mediocrity for a while now with uh, Andy Dalton. I think it is time to get somebody a bit more exciting, up somebody a bit more used to these new college plays. See if you can bring a bit of that into the into the team. It might it might be yeah. a bit more of more of both the Bengals and Joe Burrow teaching each other something rather than it all be 
yeah, the coaching staff that. bring on Joe Burrow to where they want to be. I think if he can bring in some of the players he's been used to under that coaching staff, who did very well in uh, that last year, then they could make, they could maybe make that offense a bit more exciting. They've got Joe Mixon there, and they've got John Ross, uh, Tate, and AJ Green if he's back. I mean, it's quite an exciting offense if you get going. Tyler so. Boyd as well, yeah. And no, Tyler I think Boyd, yeah. The- the, re- the reason why Burrow was so good last year was because he had the perfect offense for him. So yeah. they spread everyone out five wide. He had just enough protection to survey the field, which he does really quickly to yeah. find the right receiver to go to. And if they do that and you have a AJ Green coming back healthy, um, as long as their offensive line is better than it was last season, which it could be with their first round pick from last year, yeah. um, coming back healthy, um to me, Burrow does have all the chance in in the world to become a really good quarterback. Um, yeah. I think what we'll, I think we'll get to see how good of an offensive mind their coach Zach Taylor has yeah. um, to see how how he does implement a bit of the college system into their offense already. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so that's my first conference out the way, my first division out the way. Sorry. Uh, so, what's your first one? Yeah, so I'm going with the AFC East. Um, I'll be starting off in Buffalo. Um, so to me, they need to. That to me, they've got one of the better rosters in, in the league already, particularly with the addition that they had from the trade for Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Um, they've not got a first-round pick because of that trade. So to me, um, they're just going to take the best pass rusher available that, um, that they can in the, in the second round. Yeah. Um, the only, only other place, places which I can really see would be tight end because they don't really have a pass-catching weapon for Josh yeah. Allen there. Um, and then some depth across the offensive line. I think everyone would love to have as much depth across there as Definitely, possible. Yeah. Um, so to me, it's going to be... Defense. Exactly. So you either want a good O-line for him or you want a bit of a safety blanket in your tight end. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's going to be defensive end that they target. Um, all the players in their roster at the moment lined up at defensive end are over 30. So I think they need to get some young, fresh legs into that position. Yeah. So I think... Didn't they have Cox there? Um, that is name. The tight end, Cox, the Dawson Cox, is it something like that? Yeah, I think he, Dawson or Knox. Like that's that. the one, Knox. Yeah, I think he had a few yeah. good, uh, few good plays last year. So, but yeah, they could they could come up with somebody who's a bit more fresh, a bit more uh, for the tight end position. But I mean, the defense is already quite stacked. I think um, so. The D line, would, the defensive edge, would be the only position I could find to try and yeah. improve my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they lost Shaq Lawson in free agency. So if they just bring in another, and he did, he didn't really live up to his potential. So if they can get someone in to kind of replace him and get some sort of, um, some sort of um ability and um output from him, I think they'd be in a good place. Yeah. And next, I'll go on to Miami. Uh, again, just like with the Bengals, it's pretty obvious where they're looking to go, yeah. and they are looking for that quarterback. Um, to me, Tua is the no-brainer. Um. But I think we'll see. Um, there's been a lot of chatter recently about going for Herbert, which to me doesn't make any sense in the world. Yeah, Herbert would be massively underwhelming for all of the Dolphins fans. I think. I don't think chat though. I, I'm hoping it's a smokescreen, and like one of my friends is a big Dolphins fan, and he's terrified. Like he's had nightmares that they've picked yeah. um, Herbert over to her, so he's he, he's hoping that does not happen. Um, Obviously, they do have a lot of holes to fill on that entire team. Um, they've got three picks in the first round. So, to me, they've got the options to improve each of the, the big needs that they have. So, they've also got op- offensive tackle, which they need to address. Yeah. Um, I think they, they probably had the worst offensive line in the league last year. Fitzpatrick was just getting smashed yeah. pretty much every single time. Um, 
he was sitting back um, in the pocket oh, well. for a bit long. Um, he did take, take it very he did well. Take well for the old guy, um, didn't he? He did take it well. He did, yeah. I mean, I, I love Fitzpatrick. He's, I think he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, not necessarily a great quarterback, but just a great personality. Um, but yeah, so as well as QB and offensive tackle, I think on the offensive side, they could be looking for another running back. Obviously, they don't really have anywhere on there at the moment. Yeah. Last season, their top rusher was Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was their leading rusher, which Incredible. is insane to think. How old is he? Um, so he's in his late 30s, I think, isn't he? Unbelievable. Um, and, he was their, and he was their number one rusher last year. Um, but to me, I think they'll probably sit on the running back position until the second round yeah. um, and, and, and get, they'll still be able to get one of the top five guys then. Um, so I think with their third pick in their first in the first round, they'll probably be looking at either safety or defensive end, yeah, probably. Um, whichever position available that they think is um, um, where the best player is. Yeah. Um, so lots of needs for them, but they do have all the draft capitals to fill it. They've got an insane amount of picks this year. They do, don't they? It's, it's and if, stupid. And if they don't, if, it is. And if, if they don't trade up and they stay in their positions and they use all of those picks, um, they can make their team so much better yeah. just from one draft. Yeah. There's a lot of potential Quite there. Exciting. And, and they're all on rookie contracts too for the next four years, well, three to four years. So Exactly. The cap space Try and make the most of it if they can. Yeah. I mean, I think they've got right, Jordan then. Howard haven't they, on the, on, as a running back as well, haven't they? Did, did they sign him? I think they signed Jordan Howard, didn't they? So I think... I think you'd probably want someone a bit more versatile than Jordan Howard. Yeah. I mean, he's been known for not really catching the ball very well, so... Yeah. Right then, so going on to the Patriots next. Um, this is probably the first time in 20 years that they've genuinely needed a quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, they've picked some in the past, like Garoppolo and obviously Stidham and, and those guys, um, thinking that Brady would retire, but he just kept going and getting better. Yeah. Um, but now they actually need a quarterback. Um, but I think from what we've seen from Belichick, he just takes the best position available in the draft each and every single time. Um and where they're picking at 23, I'm not sure if one of the quarterbacks will be there. Um, so I think they'll probably just take whoever's best on the board. Um, but in terms of needs that they have, obviously we've touched on quarterback. They also need some more wide receivers. Yeah, probably. Um, they had Nikhil um, Harry last year. He was injured. And then when he was on the field, he didn't particularly shine. Um, um, Sanu disappointed after they traded for him and cost him a second-round pick. Um, and then they've pretty much just got Edelman. Um, obviously he was injured a little bit last year yeah. and he had such a good connection with Brady will he be able to kind of replicate that with whoever they've got quarterback um, this year um, and then I think another need that they've got is um, any sort of pass rusher to me they've not really got anyone they had Danny Shelton as an inside guy last last year but he's he'd gone in free agency yeah. um, to me their best option is Dante Hightower but he's an inside linebacker who gets all this pressure from blitzers um, and obviously Belichick is as good as any is creating pressure yeah. through blitzers and manufacturing that way but to have your inside linebacker as your best pass option isn't the best situation not ideal, is it? Um, no not at all I think, so I think that'll be something that they will be addressing yeah I think you're right I think the wide receiver point was the biggest point there I think their receivers have struggled the last couple of years Mohamed Sanu everyone thought oh Give him a chance. He's at Atlanta. He's doing. He's doing bits there. But I think that's because he's had the smoke screen of Julio Jones covering him up. You know, I went once. Is that star receiver there? You can just do whatever you want because the coverage you're getting isn't anywhere near yeah. as strong as what you know the, the main the, the wide receiver one's getting. But then you go to 
yeah. New England, then you're probably the only deep threat that, that could be classed as a deep threat there. And yeah, you're doing nothing there. So bring in one of the exciting wide receivers there, possibly. Oh, I could probably I could actually see this happening. The Patriots trading up and uh trying to take a quarterback a bit earlier. Like I think they'd probably like to do that, but they don't really have like the picks to be able to do it. Like, they've got no second rounder this year. So they've not really got like a package that they can give unless they did give away a lot of future first rounders. And I don't think Belichick would do that. Um maybe. To me, like they still might show faith in Stidham. Like when you when you read from what people say about him, is that he does have the potential to become a starter. And I think he'll get a chance to prove it this year. You um, know, I never read into those. You know, they always say this, and it is always absolute trash. I hate. I think you know, if you, it's like it's like if you if you've got a, a player and he is your only option at this moment in time, like like with the Chargers and Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. What do you expect him to come out and say? Oh, it's it, this. This isn't the Patriots saying this. This is like scouts. Yeah. Like when you read somewhere like the scouting reports. But like, so it's like from outside people, this isn't just coming from the Patriots. Or like you said, the Patriots will always, yeah. own teams will always say that about their own players. But this isn't just from inside. This is from outside as well. From like people when he was at the, the senior ball last year. Okay. They said that he does have the potential. So um, yeah, like you, if it, if it was just Belichick saying it or Josh McDaniels, I wouldn't be listening to it because it is normally always bullshit. Yeah. Okay. To move on to the next one. Yeah, so the final team then in this division are the Jets. Um, the Jets, like the Dolphins, have got a lot of holes that they need to try and fill, yeah. um, both on, on both sides of the board as well. Um, to me, Donald has lacked having playmakers and any sort of protection when he's been there. So I think in the first round, they are going to probably address the wide receiver position. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if, if, if they took a tackle. To me, they are their two biggest needs. Um, they also need to get a cornerback in. The guys that they've signed in free agency over the last couple of years, like Tremaine Johnson, um, have been a bit disastrous. Um, they've never really been able to replace anyone since Revis. Like when he left for, for the first time, they didn't replace him. Yeah. And when he came back, he had a good couple of years. And then when he left again and retired, they still they haven't been able to replace him again. Um, so they're still looking for someone there. Um, and then another position that they've not really had anyone good for what feels like forever um, is the pass rush position um, yeah. coming off um, the defensive end. Like they've had a lot of big guys in the, on the interior. Um, but to me, they've not had someone to come in off the edge to, to generate a lot of sacks for them. Yeah. They traded him to the Giants. Traded him to the Giants. And even then he's not known, known for his pass rush and he's a bit more um, of a run defender. Yeah. Um, and I think as part, a part of the trade for, for Leonard Williams, they get an extra third round pick. So, excuse me. I can see them maybe coming up for like a um, a second pick in the in the in the second round, yeah. like giving away one of those third picks to try and get um, a better pass rusher. Um, it's not the deepest draft, um, or a, a defensive end. So I think if you are one one to come and get like a second tier guy, you can't wait until the third round. You're gonna have to go back into the second. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, to me, they need protection for Donald, and he needs playmakers. Yeah, I. I... I would definitely focus more on that receiver uh, spot. Obviously, they've lost Robbie Anderson there. They haven't got much on those receivers at all, I don't think. Obviously, you've got Le'Veon Bell no. there, who's going to be, obviously, your outlet no matter what. But I think if to see Sam Darnold's full potential, you're going to have to start giving him some weapons. Otherwise, you're just wasting this young guy's talent, aren't you? All the talent you say that he has got there. Yeah. 
definitely they've got um Jameson Crowder, more of a slot receiver. Um and then their tight end whose name I cannot remember, but he played well last year, whatever his name is. Um <laughs> so no, I think um yeah, Donald does just need a lot more around him. Yeah, he does. I think okay, so we should move on to my next division. Yeah. Yeah, AFC South. South. Okay, so so we're moving on to the Houston Texans. Now I really, 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 really want to say wide receiver, but I'm not going to. I mean, they brought in Brandon Cook, so <laughs> we'll say that's good enough for now. Um, but that, they, they brought Brandon Cooks in for a second round pick, didn't they? Yeah. They got they got the Andre Hawk a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. That's an absolute outrage. Yeah, that's what. I Sorry, go on. I, no, I, no, I, it's well it's, worth breaking it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would. I, th- I would say. The, the biggest position now to fill is the O-line. Now, right tackle, right guard situation. Now, the year before last, uh, Watson was, uh, I think he got sacked like 60-odd times. Last year, he got sacked 44 times. The year before last, he was the most sacked quarterback in the league. Now, this is again the thing. He brought his quarterback in. He he set fire yeah. to the league at the first time. He was uh, the first season. Obviously, picked up his injury. The excitement was all there. Everyone was like, oh my God, he's going to be amazing. He's injured now. We can't wait to see him when he gets back. And then they brought in Larry Tunsil to try and protect him. And he still, they still got 44 sacks against him. Now, this guy, again, is great on his feet. He's a running quarterback. Now, you need to protect these guys. These guys, as you've seen, yeah. in the league now, the best quarterbacks can get injured early. Like Cam Newton's not too old. He's picking up injuries to the point now where nobody even wants to put him on the team. Now, when you are a quarterback, he moves around a lot. Like Watson, we even saw Watson uh, when he was playing um, in the playoffs last year, and he was running the ball himself, trying to score touchdowns himself because the team wasn't doing much. Yeah. Now, again, in that position, now you need the protection on your line because otherwise, he won't last but very long. Especially with the receivers he got there now, he's gonna have to do a lot of it himself. So, yeah, my 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 no, I... is O line. <laughs> I agree. I'd say, yeah, O-line, wide receiver, like you said. So even though they've brought in Randall Cobb and um, Cook, to me, that's still not going to be enough. Will Fuller's always injured. To me, everyone that they've brought in is kind of just a wide receiver too. There's there's no like big playmaker there for them. Yeah. Um, unless unless Fuller is on the field for the full 16 games, which I can't really see happening. No. So, yeah, I think the, the only other place that I could see would be secondary as well. That was their biggest weakness in the... Yeah. Um, in the in the Chiefs game last year, that was completely exposed in the second half, in the second quarter, in the second half, um, on that playoff game. Once the Chiefs got rolling, um, so to me, that's another place that I could see them going. But I mean, I think from what I remember, they didn't actually have that many picks this year because Bill O'Brien is an idiot and has given them all away. Yeah, right, so, like, I... there's, there's no first round pick. There's no first round pick next year. One, they one don't have a second round uh, pick now. No, they don't. One of my friends is think is. Uh... Is saying like we're all being a bit too harsh, and Bill O'Brien, it's, it's got all going to come good. Honestly, too harsh. No, Bill O'Brien has cocked this up massively, and it's going to be an absolute yeah. show. This is. It's like he's trying to get himself fired. It is, and what what I don't understand is that you've got a, a small period of time with this quarterback on this low salary. You're doing absolutely nothing to capitalize on that, apart from demolish the team around no. him. And if yeah. you if you look at all those wide receivers there, not one of them is a standout wide receiver. One, you could argue that. Yeah. You could argue that, that none of them are. Like, so it, it is concerning. But I do think the O line is the best place to get try and add, especially with the O line options 
that are, that are in the draft to try and bolster that rely and protect them a bit more, I think. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we're on to the Titans. Um, so, again, wide receiver. I do think that their line is quite good. The defence was quite successful last year, especially in their style of play, which is quite slow. It gives the, uh, the defence quite a lot of time to not have to deal with fast plays all the time because the offence is on the field quite a lot with Derek Henry running the ball. Uh, it doesn't take too much out of them. Um, yeah. I think with the wide receiver, they've got, obviously, AJ Brown, who was great last year. Corey Davis hasn't ever, hasn't really hit his potential. I don't think he's a bit, been a bit underwhelming. Whether that's down to being with Mariota or not, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. see. But now he's got a full season with Tannehill. We'll see what happens there. Um, but apart from that, they've got Adam Humphreys, who again, nothing to write home about. Humphreys, don't don't say bad things about Adam Humphreys. Yeah. He was like just Winston's blanket, and Jameis Winston helped Adam Humphreys get paid. They went to the Titans. He was just unfortunately got injured last year. Yeah, I mean. I, I, he had the winning touchdown for them in that game against the Chiefs in the regular season. He can be really good. He could be, but don't he's sleep. just not. I mean, well, I am sleeping on him. I'm sleeping hard, but I don't sleep. I don't. I don't, I don't see him as being good enough to bolster that offense. And if, if people are saying that Tannehill needs to throw the ball more, which yeah, is a fair point, if they are going to rely on Derrick Henry more, uh, that's fine. If, if Tannehill needs to throw, you need to start bringing more receivers yeah. for him because obviously you've got Joe New Smith. In tight end, he's looking quite exciting. AJ Brown is obviously going to have another good year, we're hoping. Um, but Corey Davis has to step up, and another speedy receiver would be good because I just don't think yeah. Adam Humphreys is enough. And if he is enough, as you're saying, he is some depth wouldn't hurt them. Yeah, um, the only other place that I can see, like a lot of teams, um, would be pass rush. Um, they got Vic Beasley. But to me, he's he's not a good um, player um, at this stage now. Um, Cameron Wakers um, has left. He um, he got released. Um, so to me, that's the the only other place I can see them going in the first round. Um, you don't know whether maybe that like they they do need to receive like you said. But with, with how deep that class is, would they wait until the second round maybe to to get an option there? Maybe. Um, but I think they do need another pass rusher, and then they probably still need someone to come across at cornerback as well. They've not re-signed Logan Ryan, so he's still a free agent. They've got Adoree Jackson, who is a good, who was a good player and had a good season last year. Um, but to me, they still need to get someone um, across him, whether they bring back Logan Ryan or draft someone. Yeah, I think we may, may try and get Logan Ryan back, uh, but I do think that Vic Beasley was brought in for a reason. I know whether me or you like him or not, they didn't go. And, he's trash. Yeah, well. <laughs> they didn't go and pick him up from free agency for nothing so that probably isn't their priority in that draft if they're going to go and pay somebody out of free agency for that um, but yeah I'll take your point with the quarterback that is a need but there, I think the receivers how many how many more seasons you give Corey Davis before you just say well it just hasn't worked pal yeah yeah I mean how many more wide receivers are they going to draft in the first round I feel like they've done it every year for well five years yeah, keep the trend going isn't it <laughs> At some point, they just need to give up and <laughs> wait later on. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, the next one's um, next team is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and once again, I've gone receiver. So, I've been going on about this O-line for ages. It's a fantastic O-line. And it's, gonna be, it's actually going to be quite entertaining to watch Rivers sit behind that O-line in his pocket, quite comfy, and, and yeah. try and find his talent in front of him. However... I know I've, I've raised this before, but they've got obviously got 
Paris Campbell and Zach Pascal there uh, alongside T.Y. Hilton. I think Jack Doyle will do well um, because the Rivers loves the tight ends. But I do think they need a receiver there because Pascal and Campbell are just mediocre. They're nothing nothing special. Uh, And T.Y. Hilton is picking up injuries here and there. He's not really becoming that reliable it's, it's almost a bit like the AJ Green situation, but not not as severe because obviously he's injured all the time now. But it's yeah. becoming a thing. I think like if you are going to use Rivers to his full potential in the last few years of his, of his career, maybe let's bring in a receiver who can step up for four years on a rookie contract and give him that talent to try and find. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they need um, a big option for him. So obviously, he had Mike Williams when he was in. Um, um, with the Chargers, yeah. so I think they're going to get a big body receiver for him. They've got a lot of small guys there. I mean, De- Devin Funches is there, who's a bigger body receiver. Um, he missed all of last year. He's never really shown his potential anyway from when he was a first-round pick. Um, so to me, yeah, I think in that second round, when they've got their first pick, they will be looking for a big body res- um, receiver yeah. that Rivers can do what he, he did last year and throw the ball up probably with his eyes closed and hope that someone <laughs> on his team comes down with it. Uh, I think that was, that was a lot down to his own line, being a bit wary. Um, yeah, probably a bit harsh. Okay, so we're going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I've got a little soft spot for the Jaguars. I do like Fournette. I do like uh, Minshew. But, um, you like Fournette? I love Fournette. Big fan of Leonard <sighs> Fournette. Uh, okay. Yeah, I get a lot of uh, a lot of stick for this. Uh, Not I surprised. think they need to improve the left side of their line. Um, now, have you seen what Fournette's done so far in his career behind a pretty weak O-line? There have been injuries everywhere and it has been below average at all times and he's still managed to be, I think, above... I think he's a top 15 running back. He is. No, that, he is. that is rich. <laughs> no, no. We could do a whole show on Leonard Fournette. <laughs> no, he's not. He he, he, he's not. He gets like two yards to carry. He gets one big play like once every five games, maybe. No. When there's a massive hole to run through, and that's it. That's how he gets all his yards. Like he'll have one big run a game, and not. And this isn't even every single game. And then the rest of his runs are like one yard, one yard. Hey, that one, two that yards. one big run gets there. Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> um, you didn't want just one big run. But yeah, I mean, give him a better row line. Let's see what you can do. I think he's creating most yeah. of it himself. It's, it, most of it is just him getting through and then just running, running, people are chasing him. Whereas most of the running backs in the league have got like a, a decent O-line where they can break through. And you saw how much an O-line is valuable to players like Le'Veon Bell last year when he came to the Jets and he was absolutely awful yeah. compared to what he was with behind the, the unbelievable Steelers O-line. So I think get bring in a left-sided O-line around their left tackle Uh Obviously, you, you, you put all this faith in Minshew as well for this season. So, you know, try to protect the two the two youngest assets behind that yeah. line. Yeah, I mean, I think Jaguars, like with the Jets and the Dolphins, are one of the teams that have got the most amount of needs. Yeah, They've given away a lot of players. They've accumulated a lot of picks. Obviously, most of it in the third, fourth, fifth round. Um but they may, I don't. You might. They might be packaging some of them up to move up higher in the draft. We'll have to see. Um, but to me, um, they do need a player pretty much at every position. Yeah. Um, they don't really have any cornerbacks now. Apart, um, after AJ Bouye, um, like they brought in 
Dark he's the nard, um, but they think they need someone else who can play on the outside at cornerback. Yeah. Um, to me as well, they're another team that does need a wide receiver, um, as well. If you, if like if you believe in Minshew that much and you want him to succeed and you want him to do well, I think you need to give him a couple more weapons. Yeah. Um, to to so so he can so he can improve. Um, so to me, I think receiver is a position that they'll go for. Um. After getting rid of Clay's Campbell, I think they'll try to get someone on the interior of the D, of the D, um, D line as well. Yeah, um, this is, this is what I, I mean. Think, they they could think... go anywhere, couldn't they? Like, it literally is a yeah, lottery because, as you say, you've named three or four positions there, and they definitely need help in all of them. That you wouldn't, if they picked either of those positions, you wouldn't say no bad pick because they will need help in all those positions at some point. So it's just when they choose to yeah. fill them. I mean, with 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 the stacked wide receiver draft, maybe they could wait until the second round for that and jump in the first round, either at cornerback or O line. Yeah, I think they've got two picks in that first round, haven't they? So I think I see them taking a D tackle because when they pick at nine, there'll probably be some really good options available there. Yeah, because um, I think the quarterbacks and tackles are going to go ahead of them. So I think they'll be able to get probably the best um, D tackle in the draft, um, and then in the second, the, the second pick, I, I see them either taking a corner or a wide receiver. Nice, okay, good yeah. to watch. We'll, okay, do you want to go we'll to your, your last division then? Yep. So NF, uh, sorry, the um, AFC West, which to me, alongside the NFC West, is the best division in in the league at the moment. <laughs> it's in, like, it is a strong division. Um, it is. Very strong. Yeah. Um, so starting off with the Denver Broncos then. Um, again, they've got quite a few needs. I think cornerback and wide receiver are of equal importance to them. Yeah. Um, going into the draft, um, Fangio has said that cornerback is the biggest need that um, in, um, in, in um, his mind. So I could see them taking um, one of the um, the top guys there. Obviously, Akuda will be gone by the time that that, um, that they're picking, but I think they could get someone like CJ Henderson yeah. or AJ Terrell yeah. um, a little bit later on. Um, but obviously, they do need a receiver, I think, as well. Like Cortland Sutton showed last year that he can be a number one receiver. Yeah, so if, they, if they've still got one of the, the top three receivers, um, whether it's CD Lamb, Joey Judy, or Ruggs available, when they pick, I think they'll, they'll be taking one of those guys. Um, but if they've all gone, which potentially they could do um, in the picks before them, um, I see them taking a cornerback. Um, and then the last position, which I think every team needs, um, is just depth along the offensive line. To me, you can't have enough good offensive yeah, linesmen, especially with Locked. Um, there. Especially with Locked, give him some protection and tackle is, is a position that traditionally always struggle to draft. Like they've signed the guard, yeah. um, Glasgow, um, in free agency, who's going to be a good addition for them. But um, any, if you can upgrade at the tackle position, to me, you always should do. Definitely, yeah. Um. And going on to the Chiefs, um, again, they've got a really strong roster at the moment. Um, I don't think there's a huge amount of holes. Probably the biggest hole that they've got is amongst the secondary. Um, they've got good safeties with Matthew and then the rookie last year, um, Thornhill, got injured, but he had a really good um, start to the season yeah. um, and should come back as a start for them. So I can see them going for a cornerback. Um, we'll see. They've got a few guys on the roster at the moment who made really good contributions in the playoffs, but none of them have kind of like proven it um, over a, a, a long span. So I think if they can get um, get someone um, with that thirty second pick, yeah. um, they'll be taking him. But to be quite honest, I think they might take a running back because at the thirty second pick, they'll probably be able to pick the best back in the draft. Um, 
I don't think they'll taken any running backs um, before then. So I think if they can get DeAndre Swift from Georgia at number thirty-two, I think that they'll be taking him. Like Damian Williams did have a good season at times last year, and certainly he kind of rejumped them in the Super Bowl and brought brought some life back into the team. Um, but to me, if you can add the best back in this draft to, to that offense, exactly. it's going to be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. So I, I can see them taking. Um, the, the top running back because to me the the best cornerback and probably the best four cornerbacks will already be gone yeah. when they're at 30 exactly but the best running say. back I I, uh, I know they were, tra- they, were, they were exploring ways of getting Chris Harris Jr. there at one point um, a cornerback yeah. which obviously it screams that they needed somebody in there then uh, but he went to the Chargers yeah. instead um, but yeah running back 100% Damian Williams he's, he's good He's not a bad, he's not a bad running back at all, and it, it may be a case of he just fits into the scheme. But if you can bring in a rookie yeah. who is that good in that position, uh, in that position in the draft, sorry, on a low contract again as we speak, for th- three or four years behind Patrick Mahomes yeah. is going to want a big contract extension soon. It could work hand in hand and be unbelievable for that already stacked offense. Yeah, no, definitely. And then the last position I want to touch on with the Chiefs, which is probably maybe a little bit underrated, but on on the um, the D line, yeah. um, to me they can't afford to pay Chris Jones. Um, like he he's going to be he he is one of the best D linemen in, in the league. You saw that impact he had yeah. when he came back into their team in, in the playoffs. But he's going to want top tier money as he deserves. But they've also got like got to pay Mahomes as you just touched on. Um, I'd obviously I'd much rather pay Mahomes um, than Chris Jones, so it wouldn't surprise me if they if they do take a D lineman, as ho- hoping that they can get um, a potential replacement for um, for Jones, who will be incredibly um, difficult to to replace. But if they if they pick someone this year and then have another go at it next year, obviously it just increases their chances of finding someone that will be the right fit for them. Yeah, definitely. All right, then so. Going on to the Raiders, Las Vegas, not Oakland, which is still weird to say. Um, <laughs> I think they have a, an, they're another team with a lot of holes to fill. Um, I see them going with a receiver um, yeah, with their too. first pick. Obviously, they've got two picks in the first round this year. Um, but I think they'll be part of um, the three teams, which will be taking the top three receivers. Yeah, I think so um, too. This year. Um, to me, their current depth chart is just a bunch of number two and number three receivers. So that they need a guy who can come in as a number one yeah. straight away. Um, and if they could get someone like Jerry Judy, I think he'd be perfect for them. Yeah, um, and then I think they'll probably be looking at linebacker or cornerback um, with that second pick in their first round. Um, they signed Corey Littleton in free agency. Um, but to me, if they could get someone else, um, another dynamic linebacker, um, and, and pair them up together, then they've massively improved that part of the defense straight away. Um, but they do also have a big need at cornerback. Yeah, I so think if, if they go there, that wouldn't be a big surprise. I think this is a good opportunity for them to go and get uh, a wide receiver because they've obviously got Josh Jacobs there, who's young, got a rookie deal, who was exciting last year. Uh, bringing, a res- bringing a receiver as well. That's two of your main parts of that offense there on young young players, exciting players, and they're on rookie deals. I mean, you're already halfway there. They're not even onto the Trying to get those, yeah, those games won. Um, I think they've got, exactly. I think they got that Abraham as well in defense, who was quite good last year before he got injured. Quite, yeah, he got injured in the first game. Yeah, so quite a few got me excited in hard knocks. It was, he did look good, didn't he? Uh, so you know, yeah, quite yeah. a few young prospects there uh, with the Raiders. So if they use it to draft properly, it could be quite a good building block for the next few years. They just need to get rid of car cars, absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah. 
no, I think that, yeah, they could do with an upgrade there. Maybe they'll take someone in the second round. Like, to me, it wouldn't be a huge surprise, say, if Jordan Love is still on the board at on. 18 when they've got the second pick. That wouldn't be a big surprise. Um, I think that's probably what Garudin would rather do. He'd rather, probably rather get yeah. caught about I think Mayock would be a bit more sensible. I've never seen a man smile at somebody he hates so much. Like, he, could, he clearly hates how <laughs> he smiles at him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they live next door to each other. Well, it's so awkward. House next to him. You like, bought the house next door. I don't think you realised, to be fair, but it's still awkward. Yeah, I, you hate me, but I'm going to live next door to you. <laughs> Why would you yeah. do that? Not, not a good situation for him at all. No. So, all right then. Um, then the last team which I'm touching on, and the Chargers. Yeah. Um, for me, they're another team that needs a quarterback. You can't go into a season with Tyrod Taylor as your starter. No. Um, they do need to look to the future. Obviously, they're going into that new stadium, and they've pretty much got no fans. Yeah. Like they, they they can't even sell out the um the football stadium the, the soccer stadium that they've been playing in like thirty thousand seats. What are they going to do in the new sixty thousand seater? Um, so they do need to get someone who's going to be exciting. Um, the they're probably going to want Tua. If yeah, exactly face the franchise, they're going to want Tua. Um, but if the Dolphins take him, then are they going to go with Herbert? Herbert's a lot less exciting. Um, so I think it's going to be quite interesting to see what happens whether they potentially trade up. Um, and leapfrog the Dolphins. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think we'll have to see. But they, they do need to address the quarterback position. And then on the offensive tackle as well, they need to get someone there. They traded away Okung for um, Trey Turner. And why should, I think Turner um, is, a, is a better player. Um, he, he's a guard, like we mentioned in, in, yeah. the, in the last episode. So to me, getting an, an offensive, offensive tackle will be great for them um, and some more pass catches um, so they've not really got anyone behind Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and the, um, the latter of the two there is quite inconsistent he has he has big games and can, can take over a game and, go and, and can win it for them but then he's got weeks when he doesn't really have many catches and he's got yeah. kind of like 30, 40 lads and then Hunter Henry can never stay healthy um, to me they need to put all of this draft into the offence like their, their defence is already pretty elite and I don't think it can get much better they got Derwin James coming back healthy. They got Chris Harris that, yeah. in the free agency. Yeah. I mean, they are going to be one hell of a defense, potentially the best in the league. They just need to spend all of this draft on the offense. I think, I think if you bring in Justin Herbert, I think it's quite good because you say obviously I'm saying Mike Williams is inconsistent, but I think that's that's the kind of receiver he needs. You saw in like his his games in college, it takes quite a while to like aim, dial up, and throw the ball. He's not the kind of receiver, uh, sorry, quarterback that uh, reads reads multiple plays at once and then picks his best option. It looks like he sets his mind on something yeah. and then he's there. Like that's what that's what he's going for. With Mike Williams, he's the kind of the receiver that goes up and gets the ball, whether he's in coverage or not. So and he because he's like six four yeah. or something like that. So it could be the big man, yeah, yeah, it could be the receiver that he needs. So somebody who can just go and focus on that player, throw it all to him. Yeah, okay. With a, with a rookie quarterback, you can accept a few inceptions, but if it pays off because he's throwing the ball for the yards down the field and his receiver catches the ball, then it's fantastic, isn't it? No, definitely. I mean, from what we've seen from Herbert, he doesn't only take too many risks either. He's pretty safe with the ball, yeah. kind of whether he's thrown it away and making a good decision to like his first read or dumping it off the back or um, even just taking off and running with the ball. He is actually kind of a better runner, I think. To me, to me he could come in and be a better runner um, than, than people realise, kind of like we saw with Josh Allen with the Bills. Yeah. Like he ran a little bit in college, but not a lot. Um, to me, Herbert could probably be used um, 
with his legs a lot more than he was using college, which could really help him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that they they just need to upgrade the um, the offense pretty much every single level. Um. On here, maybe get someone else behind Austin Austin Eckler now. Um. As well at running back, but no, just put all your picks onto the offense. I think this plays perfectly into Austin Eckler's hands. I think this could be the best year for him because he's got his new contract. Melvin Gordon's out the way. And uh, obviously, they think about Justin Jackson yeah. there. I think he'll be like, be a helpful hand there. But Austin Eckler is going to be perfect. New, you've got Tyrod Taylor, who isn't confident enough to run that offense on his own anyway. And probably the the, the chat about about the Chargers being confident in him is a bit false anyway. So Eckler's going to be Definitely. the dump off fella there. And then if they bring in this rookie quarterback, it'll take him time to get used to his offense. So what's your easy way out? Austin Eckler. It is all playing into his hands yeah. this year. So. Yeah, he's going to have a good year. Looking forward to it. Especially fantasy. He's going to be another, if you've got a PPR league in fantasy, you want to draft him in the first round. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so that's all of the AFC we've covered this week. Um, As I say, I think we'll do another one in a few days and cover the NFC. Um, But we've already gone over about 50 minutes here, so let's try and cut this short. eh? Yeah. We might we might do like a two three minute time limit next time. Yeah. I think maybe maybe get a countdown clock in the background. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, don't forget to go and follow us on our social media platform, platforms, on Instagram on football fanatics underscore UK, on Twitter f fanatics underscore UK, and the website is coming very very soon. We've got something really exciting coming for you, so stay tuned. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.